Welcome to the Pet Pals TV Podcast, a celebration of the bond between people and their pets, featuring your kitty correspondent, KJ, and brought to you by Vote Carpet One and Flooring. Hi there, it is KJ with another podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. We are going to be talking all about the cats today. Coming up in our next episode, we'll be talking about Grateful Fest, which is coming up, and we will have Nathan Lowe, the indie dog whisperer, back with us to share those uh, fun conversations that we have where if this is what you do with a dog, this is what you do with a cat. Always love having him on a show, uh, on our show. But today, a really important topic that we want to get into. If you have ever been in a situation where you've come across kittens, there are a lot of instincts that we have and how we want to help. But some of the things that we think we're doing to help actually are the opposite of helping that mama cat. And joining me today, I am very excited to welcome two guests from two very important organizations in our city who are here to help you when you find yourself in that situation, know exactly what to do. Uh, I welcome to the show David Horth with Indie Humane and Don Benefield with Indie Neighborhood Cats. I want to thank you both for being here and really thank you for leading the way here in educating the public and in return, really helping out more cats in our neighborhood. So to start, I would love for each of you to take a little bit of time to share with our audience your mission and your role within your organization. We'll start with you, David. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Um, Indy Humane is, a, is an agency that is 116 years old. And we are an animal shelter, and we have evolved from many things through those over that arc of history. But we now focus exclusively on cats and dogs. You know, one of the huge issues, and I want Dawn to speak to this far more than I do because she knows so much more about it, frankly, than I do. But one of the huge issues in creating a humane city and a humane environment for cats is the community cat issue, cats that have no homes. They have caretakers in many cases, in other cases they don't. Again, I'll let Dawn speak to that. In the bad old days, these cats were captured and and euthanized, and there's simply no reason for that. And we saw Dawn and Indy Neighborhood Cats doing amazing work. We had, in the pandemic, we had been forced to close our our community cat program So we were sitting here with, I was sitting here with a decision to make, do I relaunch that community cat program as it once existed in-house or do I reach out to neighborhood cats and see if we can provide a supporting role to their very superb organization, help them do what they're set up to do, and then avoid the expense and the redundancy of relaunching our own community cat program. And I, I think that's it's important for, you know, the, the person who's listening who someday comes across kittens or just needs help with a neighborhood cat, that it can be confusing. Who do I call? What yeah. do I do to to me as a member of the community? And I I think that when I saw this, Again, because I get, being the kitty correspondent, I get people reaching out to me. What do I do? What do I do? And you are honestly, between the, the two of your organizations and what you're doing and streamlining things, 
things, knowing what Indie Humane's role is and allowing your volunteers and workers to do their best at what they're best at and letting Dawn and Indie Neighborhood Cats step in and do what they're best at helps all of us. Dawn, I'm going to let you speak to what you do because I have seen firsthand the people involved with Indie Neighborhood Cats and how really in the field and passionate you are about being a great Indie Neighborhood Cat program. So if you could tell everybody a little bit about what you do and share why this this new partnership with Indie Humane is important to you. Sure. Thanks, KJ. And just to piggyback on what David was saying, I think that there's a clear definition of what a community cat program is. And I think that the clinics, David's Indie Humane Downtown Clinic, and other clinics that provide surgery for community cats are so vital. We know there are people in the community that can get the cats into the clinic and get them fixed and vaccinated. But our group also helps with what happens after that surgery. So not only are we out in the community in places where there are low resources where people cannot possibly get cats trapped and fixed and vaccinated and paid for, we tend to be in those neighborhoods where there's a lot of high need and very low income. And what happens after that surgery is also very vital because it's great that we're fixing and vaccinating those cats, but we have to make sure that there are resources for those cats once they're fixed to help people feed give advice, provide medical care, and the team at Indy Humane and the medical services and dental services that they help us also help us provide a good quality of life for those cats once they're back out in our neighborhoods and fixed. So we will always need those clinics to provide spay-neuter for community cats or cats out in our neighborhood. And about 75% of the cats that we meet out in the field are not what we call wild feral cats. They've had human interaction, but maybe they're a little under socialized. And so we also work with David's team at Indy Humane by identifying those cats that just don't belong in the field. Cats that are abandoned because you can really think of us as the feline first responders. Oh, um, I love that. <laughs> That's truly what you are. <laughs> yep. The front line. And while our team is still small, we organized in 2019. So while the team is still small, it's growing every year. We're continuing to make improvements. We're working as a community with Indie Humane and IECS to streamline those services so that we can all do what we're best at. Can you give me the scenario where this partnership works hand in hand. Sure. There's a really great example and we can do one side and the other. So yesterday we got a call about a cat that was dumped at a business and the cat was completely comfortable with people. He was hanging out inside the business, just chilling. He didn't belong outside. So that's not necessarily where we come in to provide services for that cat, but we know how to access the people to get him into Indie Humane and he'll be going there tomorrow so that he can go into their program, go up for adoption, and he doesn't have to live outside. So that's one example of how we take a call and we're able to field it to the right people to get the cat the best outcome. It's just my opinion. We, the animal welfare community doesn't have a strong history and collaboration. We, we like to fuss and fight a little bit too much. And I, I hope that this collaboration and even this interview sends the messages 
that any neighborhood cats is so much more effective as a community cat program than any humane could ever possibly hope to be. Really, that, and that's a fact. So it, it is just a good strategic alliance for us to help them do what they do, then reinvent the wheel over here, which is far more efficient to work with Don. But yeah, my hope is that this will catch on. Well, and to speak to that, David, and I think part of anyone who's involved in rescue in any way is very emotionally involved. And that can be difficult. You're putting in long hours, you're making difficult decisions, and you care so much that I think that's why sometimes we've seen that issue in the past. And what I see you guys doing here, let's not clash in our goal to make the best decisions for each pet or animal that comes across our organization. Let's collaborate and do that together. For me and the, the space that I'm in, it's always what is best for that particular pet, what is best for that cat. So thank you guys both for being on the show. Thank you for the partnership and what you're doing every single day. I will tell the people who are watching, the people who are listening, that both David and Dawn are so dedicated to what they do and their teams are working hours and accomplishing so much and doing it with the best intentions for the pets in our community and for the future of pets moving forward. Thanks, AJ. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Pet Pals TV podcast, part of the Just What I Needed Network. For more positively powerful stories of pets, watch Pet Pals TV and visit PetPalsTV.com. And follow KJ for all things cats at kjonair.com.